prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indian Invasion. What's up, Indian Invasion people? It is Mac and Eric with our special guest, Josh. Probably going to hack up his last name, Qualtieri. How'd I do? That, that was actually pretty good. Just yeah. it's Italian. You just pronounce all the vowels and you can't. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs> and he is the head chief mastermind at Zombie Smith Games. He has generously decided to join us from far, far away California, um, who will hopefully help me tease Eric about living in the frigid north because that's just nonsense to live in the frigid north there's there's snow there right yeah, uh, yeah that white stuff yeah. on the ground yeah not cool not cool at all and he complains about it all the time too so yeah. i just keep telling him just move south where it's warmer yeah. but we are doing something a little bit different tonight guys normally we'll do our interviews and we throw them up on Podbean and put them up on the youtube channel but we thought tonight we would give you guys an opportunity to interact if you happen to be free this lovely sunday evening to join us in chatting with josh who is like i said the mastermind behind zombie smith games which really so i'm just going to open it with my favorite word that i heard josh say and that was i heard an interview with him at the lvo and he said that his game is grimsical it is cute Muppets doing horrible things to each other, and it's awesome. So, Josh, welcome. I'm so glad that you're joining yeah. us, man. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. Good to be here. I, and I'm a little worried that you trusted me to go live, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're adventurous. You know, we play a lot of games. We experiment in a lot of painting and throwing of things and and playing around. Like, we, we're so proud of ourselves because we – we just learned something new in StreamYard, and we were so happy. We went, bam, look, there's this oh, Quar's War. Fancy. Yeah, we were so excited about that because we are old, and we really don't know very much about <laughs> technology. Uh, when we show kids that we're answering the phone, we still go like this, and they don't know what we're doing. So, <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So um, let's just get started because I'm yeah. really excited. I want to know more about... I'm I'm all in on Quar. I've got uh, I'm the 28 millimeter guy though. I'm not the smaller scale. Um, but let's just jump right in. Eric, you want to fire off with the first question, my friend? Yeah, Josh. Actually, we'll start off with uh, a pretty basic question we like to ask some of our guests: is uh, how do you get started in the world of gaming? What was the game that sucked you into the hobby? Uh, I think there are two answers to that. The, okay. the, first, one, the first one is my my dad was a Hex Encounter Wargamer, so okay. SBI, old school. Um, so when I was born, you know, I was sort of looked at as a future game opponent. And oh, um, yeah. when I was very young, we would play squad leader, but we would smash counters together instead of rolling dice, and whichever <laughs> counter flipped was was who won the combat. Um, so that's that's kind of where I started was uh, Hex Encounter Wargames at a very young age. Okay. Uh, and then one day I was in a, a game store in Memphis, Tennessee, and I saw like a little blister of 15 millimeter Napoleonic soldiers. I don't even remember what nationality or whatever. Um, and that that's when I became sort of unglued and like, holy cow, what is this? This is right. crazy. And mm -hmm. My dad was rolling his eyes like, oh, he discovered miniatures. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like a pack of 50 and I played with them like I played with action figures and then just uh, graduated up from there. Okay. You graduated from action figures. I'm still there. 
I'm totally I still have, there. I have some action yeah. figures. They're they're a little less interactive than uh, okay. I was like, you know, I, I for me, I like the hobby aspects of miniatures actually yeah. more than the game more than the gaming. Uh, the converting, sculpting now, painting, yeah. um, terrain, and all that. Um, I I could do that and probably never game and and be perfectly happy. Um, but don't tell anybody I said that. Oh, I'm, I, I got a, I got a feeling I'm kind of close to you in that one because I, I, I love to build stuff. I love mm-hmm. to build terrain all the time. So I have a question for you that I'm going to kind of piggyback on top of Eric's because I'm in the um, Zombie Smith Discord. And when did you get started making puppets? Because <laughs> the puppet oh, picture yeah. that you posted, I told Eric, I was like, I wonder if he sells those. He he about lost his awesome. mind when he saw that, Josh. He's like, uh, I need that. It was so cool. <laughs> and and the best part about it was for those of you guys that don't know, first of all, go join the Zombie Smith Discord and you'll be able to see the picture. But it is one of the models from one of his games sculpted as a puppet. And it is epic. It's so cool. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I made this guy too. Oh, so wow. I, I've been building. He's he's not quite done, but he's getting there. Um, I've been building sort of bigger scale props and, and things for a long time. Um, I built a lot of like replica weapons from scratch and that sort of thing. Um, and so just based on sort of my style of art and sculpting, actual puppets were always sort of a, a natural evolution. I mean, the most influential movie ever to me was the Dark Crystal, and, and like a fully a third of my body is Dark Crystal tattoos. Right. Um, <laughs> that explains why you watched our Mike Thorpe interview for Twilight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so I mean that's just something. This the large scale stuff is something I do to relax. Like if I don't make something every day, draw or create, I go a little nuts. But I I can't right. be in front of a computer sculpting so i do a lot of analog stuff if it if it's not and i try to not do miniatures all the time so you know right, i could be right assembling games workshop miniatures which i'm obsessed with necromunda or i could be making a puppet so uh, and the quick answer to selling them is i don't sometimes i give them away like if i had to i don't know there's a lot of hours in a puppet oh yeah <laughs> yeah no doubt I, I i don't doubt that well, well if you ever get to the point where you're selling any of them let me know because i'll let you know it was so awesome. It was so cool. We do we do have one comment from one of our regular listeners who naturally says to us, we are a terrible influence for him getting work done. <laughs> on, on the plus side to that, Josh, that comment right there is very good news for you because by the end of this interview, you may very well have another order to fulfill for some models because that's what we do to the people that listen to us. I'll take it. All right. So the real question we had, now that I got the puppet one out of your way, was when you did first start playing, and you finally got into the games and you discovered your first pack of minis and everything. What was your favorite, like your, your go-to game that you had to play? A uh, miniatures game. Uh, could be anything. Uh, well, we have a, we have a lot of RPG answers usually. Oh yeah. So uh, I'll tell you, I've, I've played an RPG once in my entire life. Oh, you are the except. You are the yeah. exception. Then you yeah. are definitely the exception. So I will say this: one of my favorite things to do was involving RPGs, though, and that's the old uh, Black Book Traveler. If you remember those from the seventies, the the sci-fi uh, role-playing game, the little black books. Yes. Where where your character could actually die when you were creating it. I don't know if you guys ever rolled up an old school traveler. I, I have not. No, I was familiar with it in passing, but I so, ne- never. 
you guys should check it out because just okay. just the character creation process is a little game in it in and of itself. Write that down. Your character starts at like 18 years of age, and then you try to enlist in a military branch or whatever, and then you try to survive. And through the course of rolling up your character, you gain skills and get a little backstory and history. And they can actually die. Nice. So I would. I would generate just dozens and dozens and dozens of characters. Right. Um, but my favorite game to play, which wasn't miniatures, was Melee and Wizard by Steve Jackson. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I think I remember that one. Eric's, yeah. our, Eric's our Steve. Ja- I can't figure out the pointing. Eric's yeah, you're the right Steve now. Jackson guy. Um, yeah. So, again, it's an old school, like, hex encounter game. Yeah, right. Minions, which I ended up doing. It's a skirmish. You might just have one-on-one or two-on-two, whatever it may be. Um but for minis that aren't mine, I mean, I started with Rogue Trader, Warner okay. Rogue Trader, um, and was obsessed with converting the hell out of Space Marines. Um, oh yes, yeah, I, that's I start. That's where I started too. Is way back in the beginning, uh, d- doing that, and used to even even when I was stationed out there, I had to go to Vallejo to get to a game yeah. store, yeah, because there wasn't one in Fairfield. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> the hard the hard times of living in a first world country. Having to drive, <laughs> yeah. having to drive thirty minutes to get to your game store. It's wow, a rough life, man. Terrible, terrible. Well, in the yeah. Bay Area, it's probably two hours, even though anywhere well, else. Be- that, that's true. Ooh. It might be a twenty-minute walk, but it'd be a two-hour drive. Yeah, man, oh man. So, Josh, a lot of your games have kind of that fun, whimsical, um, grimsical, grimsical. Yeah, my mouth's not working again today. Um, where they're kind of like Max said, the Muppet-esque animal you know, type things. Um, what kind of inspired you to set your games that you have in kind of that, that type of world where it's not human, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So my, um, I, I mentioned dark crystal, right. Um, I was also obsessed with anything from Ghibli, you know, the like Mononoke, Nausicaa, Castle in the Sky, those old movies. Okay. Anything, anything Dr. Seuss, um, uh, Wizards, did I say Wizards by Bakshi? What Ralph Bakshi? Yeah, uh, yeah. He kind of did the old school Lord of the Rings movie. Like, he yeah, did, he did. Oh, Wizards. I love that one. I love the old school yeah. Lord of the Rings. We should check out Wizards. That's his like weird, trippy. You got to be high to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so that stuff has always been super influential to me, and um, just like what I'm into, and that stuff didn't really exist on the market when I, when I started making minis. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first things I, I, I did were zombies because at the time there weren't zombies, modern zombies on the market and zombies were super popular. Um, now everybody does zombies. And so, Oh yeah. So as I sort of evolved and decided I would, I would try to do the miniatures thing a little more, um, a little more in depth. I decided to mine my childhood, and that's when I that's when I started with the choir. So I went back to sort of my roots, and you know, for art and sculpting and all that. Gotcha. I don't know if that answered the question. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it kind of tells us where your influences came from. You you more or less like those. I want to call them kind of the artsy type of movies, and 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 I mean, not your standard. You know, fantasy. It basically oh, yeah. is I'm what those to, stuff were. I'm about to take that as an insult, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, um, you know, for me, the Dark Crystal as a kid was the first time I saw a movie that was a complete other world. There, there yeah. were no humans for a frame of reference, yes, or anything like that, and that just like 
as as a kid, you know, I was probably eight when that came out. It was, it, it seems a simple thing, but like it just this thing clicked in my head. Um, well, you're you're basically like, wait, you mean I don't have to have elves and dwarfs and you know that's your your standard fantasy. You can yeah. make up a race that's just not recognizable, yeah. and that's that's yeah. the great thing about you know your games that you have is that it it opens the imagination, you know, yeah. to yeah. the world. So it, it does, and it's one of the things I love. It's why we get, got into Twilight and, and discovered that was that same kind of feeling. But I got to ask you this because we're we're talking mostly about your Quar tonight. Because for those of you guys listening, Josh has other games, and we're going to get to those, but not tonight because there's at least one that I'm patiently, not patiently, awaiting my next batch of miniatures to paint. Um, for one of the games, but right now we're talking about uh, Song of Our Ancestors and this Quar's War. Song of Our Ancestors, because I like twenty-eight millimeter, um, and we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you a little bit about the setting for the game, yep. but where? Why ant eaters? Where? What did that? Like everything <laughs> else is Muppet, and then you have these ant eaters, which, by the way, are hands down some of the coolest models. Just because they're so doggone unique, I, I love them. I absolutely love them. I Kinda, love painting them. They remind me of the old Pink Panther cartoon when yeah. they had the anteater yes. and he's chasing the little ant. And he, yes. yeah, exactly the feeling I get from it. Yeah. Uh, again, another late seventies, early eighties reference. I think I'm just <laughs> stuck. You know, we we kind of are too. So yeah, <laughs> uh, showing my age. Um, I um, I mean, I feel uh, anteaters are are still sort of muppety. I, I think in a way, yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not total muppets like some of the other stuff I do, but um, I, I feel like they're still in that in that range. Um, I mean, I I started drawing those when I was probably seven or eight years old. Oh wow! And and I think in the in this car's war in the book, I actually put one. Of, I found one of my old colored pencil drawings. Oh um, wow! And actually, they actually started out as sci-fi aliens okay um, and you know i would draw pictures of them fighting anything from like revolutionary war americans to world war ii germans to aliens like i they just fought everybody and um when i decided to make miniatures out of them um uh, a friend of mine sequoia who's a is an artist um he and i were riffing back and forth and doodling and whatever and he, he came to me one day with this this i this picture that's um, on the back of this course war of a, of a choir in like a World War One uniform. And I was like, holy, yes, that is, oh my, yes, that is the thing I needed. Um, and so, you know, part of, part of Grimsical is, you know, Grim, Grim meets Whimsical. And right. you know, the choir maybe lean a little more Grim and a little less Whimsical in design. Right. Uh, whereas War of Ashes or Project Ah might lean a little more Whimsical. In, right. In Grim, uh, but still in that spectrum somewhere, I think. There you uh, go. Yeah, well, that's Sequoia. Yeah, that's Sequoia's drawing. Um, uh, do you have the? Oh, you might not have the back of the book in the PDF. If you no, if, I don't think I do. If you skip, um, if you page backwards, you shouldn't have to go far before you find. Keep going. Keep going. Right there. Oh, that's the. Yeah, wow. some of the first part. Great. So I that is the best. I might have been like eight. <laughs> I might have been seven. I don't really remember. Um. Yeah, so I love that. That is awesome. A lot of change. That is the best. That is the best. 
That is so amazing. All right. So now introduce for the people that are going to be listening. And obviously this will go up on YouTube and we're going to put it up on uh, um, our podcast too. So for those of you listening on the podcast, sorry, you got to go watch the YouTube video to see the picture. Um, tell us a little bit about the the background, the world of Quar. Sure. So um, again, it's uh, uh, it's sort of a world world. I can't say World War One. I, I, <laughs> I can say World War Two all day long. I cannot say World War One. Uh, it's it's sort of a World War One setting. It's sort of a they have a the Quar have a a nineteen teens to nineteen twenties sort of human tech equivalent. If you had to match it up, mm-hmm. um, they've been at war forever. Um, there's something about the core psyche that they just don't get along. Um, and so they've conquered and reconquered each other forever. Um, and it's, um, it's sort of a sad, depressing setting. You know, one, one of the, just as a, a quick aside, when you watch like a world war one movie, like 1917 or, uh, guns of August or whatever, like right. you'll see hundreds and thousands of humans die. And we all sit there, you do in the game, you don't care. As soon as it's a cute little critter, you're like, oh, wait, oh, oh, that kind of hurts. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Don't let the dog die, man. <laughs> yeah. And so we really tried to emphasize that a little bit in the setting, just sort of like the futility of, of, of their lives. Um, uh, and so they've been at war forever. And so the, our current setting is, is the crusade. Um, and one of the nations talk. Uh, the leader there, Alekander, is has started this crusade, which is sort of a, he's sort of a Napoleon – of the, or some might say George Washington, and we can bicker about that, of the, of the choir world. Right. Uh, he's trying to raise the common choir up to, you know, have a say in their lives and stop this endless war and, and rid, um, rid Alwid, which is the name of the planet, of, of the first families, the royals. And so that's most of what our setting is about, is the sort of crusade as, as, as they fight back and forth, you know, with common uprisings, of the, or uprisings of common choir, um, and defeated the Royals and, right. and that sort of thing. And so I've, we've tried to, every time we've do, done a book, we've matched it up in a year to a year in, in the choir life. So there are like four choir uh, game books now, and, and they sort of chronologically go. And we did a Kickstarter last year, and I'm finishing up the book yes. now. For that, that I'm way behind on um, due to a bunch of unfortunate COVID things and a bunch of other things and losing help. Um, that is that is actually ten years later because it's been actually ten years since we did the last quad book. Right. So um, there'll be a lot of surprises and new stuff in there for folks that are already familiar with Quar. I know some of the new stuff that's coming because my buddy who introduced me to Quar backed that Kickstarter at the top tier level, the creating something level. So, <clears throat> so and he goes, "Will you help me come up with something?" I said, "Yeah." Of course. What kind of question is that? Um, I do want to point out to everyone that's listening, and I've I've read all of the stuff. There is a massive amount of information on the website, story wise. If you guys want to go read about the choir, I mean, I mean, there's a ton. I remember when I first stumbled across it quite a while back, and I was sitting around on my phone. I was like, "Oh, let me read this little bit of background information." You don't read that volume of information on your phone, okay? <laughs> you just don't. It makes your eyes hurt and your hand yes. cramps up because it is a ton of information. And that is one of the things that we as Indian Invasion, we love narrative. And, mm-hmm. and the Quar world is so developed, I mean, it is so extensively developed that you can just jump right in. And if you're one of those people that you don't necessarily want to create your own narrative, you just want to jump into something heavy. Um, 
like lover lover hate games workshop they have an extensive lore i mean they've got fluff massive amounts of fluff so does quar if you love that level of fluff go to the website start reading but wait until we're done and then go start reading i'll i'll um also point out that except for songs of our ancestors um all of our rules are available as free PDFs from the website. So mm-hmm. uh, four of the five core books, you can just go download and read and, and look at stats. And that, that will always be the case for any rules we publish on our own is we will right. we will give the PDFs away for free. So all of, all of our systems are that way. Like um, the printed books, obviously we have to charge for, but sure. I, I just want people to get into the, the worlds and you know, I, yeah. I'm yeah. not worried about making money off the books. Like, I am a business. I do have to make money, but I'll, you know, I can make that off the minis. Right. Um, right. And, and that's what we like to do is we want people to know about your game because we love it. And we, we only, we only actually have day jobs so that we can buy all this stuff. That's the only reason we have day yeah. jobs. You have to look behind me and you see all the stuff yeah. I got behind me. Yeah. There's a reason there's a curtain behind me. <laughs> just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. So yeah, definitely go over to the website, start reading up on the fluff. Eric, let me hand it back to you, buddy. All right. Um, so do you have, we kind of want to pick your brain a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, do, what are some of your future plans for core or any of your other games? You got like big plans for any of them <laughs> that looks sneaky. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, as I mentioned a moment ago, the, the book portion of the core stuff is way behind from last year. Um, it's almost caught up and there's okay. like 200, 200 cards involved in the system, which I finished laying wow. out like a week ago. Um, and we're about to do the final layout in the rule book and then um, start layout on the world book. So I'm a little behind in that, but the goal there is um, there are 30 something nations in the, in the core world that, that I've mapped out and written the histories for. And we did the first six in the first Kickstarter. And then um, the plan is by before the end of this year, we'll do the next one. These are, these are 15 millimeter currently. Sorry, Mac. Um, <laughs> uh, He'll still get him. He, he, I know him. He'll still get yeah, him. Um, there, there, <laughs> might, there might be. Um, there might, well, hold on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Teaser. Tease. This uh, this is the very first quad that was ever done in metal, and this is him redone as like a three D print. Oh, okay. nice. From from the fifteen mil. Oh quad. oh wow! Oh, I just wow. cleaned them up a little bit. Uh, because you have to exaggerate the detail at 15. Um, and so I clean it up a little bit so it's not ridiculous at 28. So um, one can presume from that, Mac, that 28s – I might be relaunching the 28s as well. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that. <laughs> I'm just going to, and then I'll just be horribly disappointed if it doesn't. He's looking, he's looking for the buy it now button right now. Yeah, I I know where's him. the buy it now button? Wouldn't say it if it wasn't going to happen. Um, <laughs> The other along those lines, I know we're talking about Quar. Sorry, is um, in the very near future, uh, War of Ashes, uh, which is our sort of Muppet Vikings. Um, I've resculpted two of the factions there. Um, do I have one? I probably have one here. Uh, I mean, I've shown some of them online, but they're a lot bigger yes. than they used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I saw um, some of your painted uh, versions of those you have yeah. on your Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, so the first two factions will be coming out for that soon, and and some minor updates to the shield bash rules. I, those are pretty solid, so maybe maybe they're kind of a one point five for what we're about to gotcha. release. Um, and so we'll be doing um, a couple of races of those every couple months just to start getting those out. That's good because I'm waiting on my shield bash book too. 
Yes. I, you ordered twice, two things. Yes. So I, I piled all those together. Yes. Uh, and I, I have stuff in my basket right now, too. But but, we, <laughs> but we'll pretend like I didn't say that. <laughs> He's going to keep you working, man. Well, that, that's fine, but it make me feel bad. Uh, <laughs> so just so everybody knows, I, I am um, – a one and sometimes two man shop. I've got a friend Anthony that helps sometimes. Uh, mostly though, it's just me. So I do all the sculpting, art, casting, mold making, and so I'm usually about two weeks behind. Um, so I'm perpetually apologizing. That's a lot. That well, is a lot. Know, man. I, I will say this though, Josh, you are in good company being interviewed with us because everyone we talk to is a one or two man operation, and that's kind of just the expectation because we, when. You can't help it. You've only got two hands. You can only cast Mm -hmm. and write and print and do all these other things so much. And I I don't think the majority of people that are looking at the indie game market and looking at these smaller games, they go into that with that expectation. They don't go into it with the GW expectation. So I've never been I've never been concerned when I've ordered maybe one or two times, maybe maybe more, maybe more than that. I'm not I'm not going to divulge all of my secrets just just yet i'll keep it quiet (laughs) okay i probably won't but but thank you so of of all your games that you have that you have created what is your favorite faction or character amongst them yeah i was talking about this the other day um somebody somebody asked me how i come up with all these different weird critters um and the thing I, w- I would say is, you know, any the thing I'm currently sculpting is always my favorite thing. And I'm not trying to get out of your question. Right, like, right, right. And so I like I try to put as much love into into each each model I do. And I and anything I'm doing, I tend to work on like one race at a time just so I can okay. really pour everything Focus in, in on it. Yeah, and then I'll get to like the fourth one and I'll circle back to the first one because I'll learn some things. But seriously, like whatever I'm currently doing is always my favorite thing. Um my Favorite model? See, it's not going to be a quark. And we're going to talk about quark. That's here. okay. That's okay. Is we, that's we have the zombie smith logo up there, not the quark logo. So right, okay. on, I can grab my favorite model. <laughs> Give me a second. This is basketball. <laughs> All right. Cue Jeopardy uh, music. <laughs> okay. Wait. Maybe I can't. I don't see him. Uh, so Tuscan Saber is my like black powder Muppets, Napoleonic okay. Muppets. And one of the one of the three factions that are currently up, the fourth is done. I need to put up are the Taiki. And there's this officer guy with his ridiculous hat holding like a like a two handed staff thing, um, and I love it. I, is, is he the one with the mace? The like the two handed yeah, mace? Yeah. Here is it. Uh, hang on one Uh-oh. second. Oh, that's the book. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm still learning. That's fine. <laughs> I'm still learning. We're figuring it out. Let's try this. I got it. I got it. See, we're old, man. Technology. You told me you had this figured out. Uh, well, we figured a little bit out last night. There we go. Yeah. the one That in the guy middle. in the middle? Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's a little, I, it, little small, but. It doesn't look like anything to anybody I know. Like, I mean, he's a fine little figure, but he just like came out of me. Like he right. super picked a sculpt and it was exactly what was in my head. And I was like, Oh wow. So I, I don't know. I I'm attached to the other guy. Hey, that's awesome. I think that's awesome. <laughs> that That is awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, I hate to do this, but we, 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 we I don't, I, I really don't. So 
the you had mentioned that Song of Our Ancestors is the only non-free PDF book, and I know why because it's you licensed the Ganesha Games so, yeah. uh, Song of Blades and Heroes rule set. Are you are you ever going to do like put your own rule spin on that? Or are you just going to leave that um, with I love Song of Blades and Heroes. I play a ton of games that use the rule set. But I was just curious. Have you were you ever going to do your own rule set for that? So there's a uh, right first pocketbook, which is up there. For right. Free, which is sort of our replacement skirmish thing. But uh, Andrea was very nice and actually let me do a bunch to songs, the songs engine. Right. So. um so Songs of Our Ancestors is almost um, exactly what he had published. But if you get of Spats and Pedrails. I do have it. Um, so that adds a, our vehicle rules for songs. Right. I, I actually really like So the vehicle rules for songs are some of my favorite things I've written. Rules okay. wise. Um, and that's mostly for the for the tractors. Um, because it, they kind of function like an actual vehicle. Like you've got the crew and you're passing activations around. And you can't do everything and you got to time it. And it feels like you're operating like a little right. vehicle. Um, and, the, and I find those kind of satisfying. Um, yeah, I with with the relaunch of the choir, maybe um, one, one can imagine there might be some updates. To, to I'm imagining. Work. I'm imagining right now. I'm, imagining. <laughs> I'm creating all kinds of scenarios in my mind. All right, Josh. So we know you're a busy guy. You know, you're we always. Yeah. You got a little bit of free time, but when you got free time, is there a game you play like right now? What is your current game that like your go-to that you want to relax? Maybe you throw some dice on the table. Uh, no. no? <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I don't remember if I said this on or off camera. I, I don't play a lot anymore and not just because of COVID and we were all, you know, locked down in California yeah. one time, but um, I'm more into the modeling aspect. So I build and paint, and convert a lot of Necromunda figures. Okay, so Necromunda is kind of like your I, I need to unwind and relax. Let's kind of yeah. work on yeah. this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the game I have a lot of fun with, but haven't played in a while, was uh, Armada Star Wars Armada. Oh yeah, yeah. Game. So I've got all that stuff, piles of it, and um, and Legion Star Wars Legion. Um, I. No offense to anybody, I think those rules are terrible, but I've got all the models, and I'm always looking for something to play it with. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So mostly, I I paint and convert um, more than actually play anything. So Mac, he's very much like me in the sense that that's what drew me into yeah. our hobby is just the painting aspect. I love painting, and then like you said, the kit bashing and stuff like that. That creative part of the hobby, yeah. um, which can be relaxing. Yeah. yeah, and me too. But I'm I'm a terrain guy because I can't paint. Um, so I build terrain and incidentally right over here, I already, I'm starting, I've got cardboard ready. I'm building a tractor for my quar because I must, because it just, it has, it has to happen. It just has to happen. All right. So, so Spaz is throwing this out there. Uh, Spaz wants you to look at star breach, which is also an indie (laughs) game by Elijah Kellogg, who is actually in Southern California. You can use all those and, Legion figures. Yeah. yeah, it's a miniature agnostic I'll uh, take a look. skirmish I'll game. Play. It's because we hooked him on it, and he feels obligated to try <laughs> and hook someone else on it. <laughs> so, you know. I, I will take a look. I, yeah, I just I want something that, that feels like Star Wars. Um, a number of years ago, um, 
I think this is okay to say because they were for my use. I I did all of the Clone Wars stuff in 15 millimeter. Oh wow! Like I, I modeled it, sculpted it. Um, I uh, printed it out. Like here's nice. a gunship. Um, and then and then used uh, Team Yankee rules. Oh okay. yeah. Um, because that that actually like when you've got a mass of troops, like that stuff has never felt like World War II or modern war to me. Um, but it really felt like Star Wars. Like we did some mass right. Star Wars battle, the battle droids against clone troopers with all the stuff we had built. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. So I'm I'm always like to me, Legion doesn't feel like Star Wars. So if I can get Star Breach to feel like Star Wars, I will take a look. Yeah, definitely check out Star Breach because it's actually written to kind of include every sci-fi trope that is currently popular right now. Mm-hmm. Everything from your chaos marines to your sith lords and kind of everything in between generic but so that you can do it so all right this is the big one what is your elevator pitch for quar like when you're selling somebody on the game and you're convincing them you need to play quar give us your elevator pitch i usually show them a model um that that, (laughs) well you know what that works for me (laughs) um yeah wow okay put me on the spot there Um, yeah it's uh, it's the grimsical world of Quar. They're they're World War One tech level anteaters um, that are have forever been locked in warfare um, and living um, short and terrible lives. Um, so much so that they worship their ancestors because that's that's all they know and all they have to look upon. Um, and uh, a leader has arisen that uh, is on a crusade to to stop the incessant and unnecessary warfare. That's a perfect elevator pitch. Yeah. But you had me at the model. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. All right. Do you, uh, so we know you're working on your many, many games you have. Uh, is there, you mentioned Necromunda. Uh, what is exactly on your hobby desk right now? Not your work desk. Not your work hobby desk. desk. Oh, we hey, even look get at a that. shot of the hobby look desk. Look at that. Uh, it's a bunch of Necromunda. <laughs> I was kind of guessing that's what it would be since you met that a couple times. Yeah, there's but. some Orlocks there. There's a couple. Good of, choice. Good uh, choice. The lacquer, my favorite. The lacquer, okay. my favorite. But I'm working through some Orlocks right now. I mean, I figure I might as well just paint every faction at this point because of course. I own them all. <laughs> um, there's also a bunch of Admech stuff. I really like the Adeptus Mechanicus. Um, they're they're proper grimdark. Yeah, they're good models. They're really mm-hmm. good models. And I've been converting the crap out of those too, you know. Um, the ubiquitous like Oh yeah. Whatever. The, like the, the tech priest lord, shaman, yeah. high yeah. muckety muck yeah. oiler. Yeah, all that stuff. So um those are great because they're great conversion potential. So that's that's yeah. kind of I, I got into those. Yeah, they're pretty easy to convert too, just because of the the style of the models. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. so Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I was going to say the the same as I've um, never really played an RPG. I've only played 40k since Rogue Trader once in my entire life, um, and and the guy teaching me sort of cheated. And I was like, <laughs> okay, why would I come back? I, he really yeah. just, he just decided not to tell me certain rules until his turn. Oh uh, um, yes, yes, like, that's the, that's cheating. That that is cheating. I, like I, I call that cheating. So. As as we wrap this up, tell people where they can find your game because uh, just in case they can't read what's been scrolling along the bottom for well, the, if they're listening for to the this. oh yeah I forgot some people will be listening. Where can they find all <laughs> of your see, stuff? Let me see if I can read it. Okay, uh, yeah. 
so yeah, zombiesmith.com uh, is the place to go. I, I actually, um, you can go to Grimsical, G-R-I-M-S-I-C-A-L.com, and that's got all the links to like the Discord and Facebook page, Instagram, okay, um, and a bunch of other places. Um, it's an ugly page, but it's just an easy way to collect but functional. Everything. Yeah, an easy way to for to collect everything up for people to find stuff. All right. Okay, that's awesome. I'm going to throw that link up real quick because I think everyone needs to go there so that they can find it. And there it is, the grimsical.com. So you can find all of those awesome places, the Discord and the does that link to your Facebook pages as well? Facebook, Instagram, awesome. you, uh, YouTube page. Yeah. Awesome. So guys, go over and check out Zombie Smith games because there's some really neat stuff over there. Read the rules. They're free to download. That's the yeah. great thing about so many of the independent games that we talk about is that 99% of them, they just want to share their creativity and what they have made with the rest of the gaming world. So, And we think that's an awesome thing. And in our experience, talking to the guys that are creating these games and gals, we have one gal that has created games, um, talking to them, it's so much fun because they're so passionate about what they've created because it is their um it, it's it's their big thing it's their big idea and they're so so passionate about it and we love that and we can't thank you enough for joining us josh you know it never it never ends well for me when we interview though because inevitably i end up on whatever website i've just sent everyone else to and well, uh, pre pretty much josh everything that you mentioned he's probably going add to clark <laughs> Add the cart, add the cart. I so when not. we're off, yeah. so we're going to do this like once a week then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to get more people to listen so they can add to the cart too, though. I mean, that's only fair. If I'm going to do it, Eric's going to need to. So sure, well, that's usually it, what happens. That's right. That's right. When we did, as a matter of fact, uh, heavily during COVID, <laughs> we're not sure if this was our fault or not, but we'll share this little story for you. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Burroughs and Badgers by Oath Sworn yep. Ministers. Okay. So, um, he, we stumbled on his wonderful and amazing miniatures and we bought, you know, a lot. And about three days after we ordered, he closed his website down. He's like, I don't have anything else left. I have to go cast stuff. And we, <laughs> and we said, did, Oops. did we do that? Did, did we break <laughs> it? <laughs> we're, we're, if we broke your website, we're sorry, but we're not sorry because it was a good reason to break your website. So we, we chuckle over that frequently. Nice. So, all right, well, I'll take us out guys. So thank you guys for joining us tonight for the, our live show. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for downloading the podcast and listening. Don't forget to like subscribe, hit the notification button on YouTube, follow, share all that cool stuff so that we can share all of these great and amazing indie games that we stumble across, find are pointed to and everything else. And you can find our podcast on Podbean. That's our main host, but we are all over the place. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and all kinds of other ones that just seem to be randomly generated by the internet and carry podcasts. But we are at just about all of them. You can mm -hmm. also find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. And if you know of any other independent game developers or independent games that we should spend our money on, feel free to drop us an email at IndieInvasion at gmail.com, and we will most certainly check it out because we like buying 
indie games. It's fun. That's that's why we have jobs. That's the only reason we have jobs. And for all of those links that uh, you probably have already forgotten, you can check those out at coastaltext.com, which is the Coastal Con website, which is the convention that Indie Invasion hosts here in South Carolina. And it has links to our Discord, Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, all of that stuff right there on the website. You can also listen to the podcast right there on the website if you would like to. And you'll also find links to a couple of our partners there, discovergames.net, who carries a large portion of the indie games that we always talk about. Alan and, will probably be making an order too. <laughs> yeah, there's a good possibility. Well, he might still be reeling from the gigantic level Kickstarter backer that he did. I'm not, I'm not sure. He might still be reeling from that. But you can also check out Unipolar Games, who does our coffee cups, T-shirts, and all of that cool swag for Indie Invasion. And you can also check us out on Patreon. Nothing on our Patreon costs anything. It's actually all free, but we do exclusively post some stuff over there that we don't post in other places. But you do not have to be a patron to go over and watch it over there. And actually, on that Patreon note, check out the Zombiesmith Patreon, too, because you can get discounts on stuff at the web store right that's right and yeah so we we give you your patreon pledge back in store credit gotcha okay there you go and you also have access to the sculpts right yeah so the, the, the main, the, yeah the main the main thing is to generate a bunch of sculpts for project awe and some other random stuff uh lots of sci-fi stl files you can download that then go up for sale on the web later and we give it back to you in store credit so there you go so now cool. you have two patreons to go to tonight yeah. not just one so go right now what are you waiting for okay wait let me finish before you go never mind don't you don't have to go right away so guys when you're out there playing your games having a good time and doing all those fun things that we do and discovering all of these independent games and basically just having a good time throwing dice learning new rules painting cool models and remember having fun remember to prepare yourself for the invasion <laughs>